the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 107 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. So glad to have you here with me. Always a pleasure to share an hour with all my most favorite people out there on Facebook. Hey, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K 5 as well. And friend me on Facebook and, and join the discussion every week. Not just here on Thursday and Friday nights from 9 to 10, but also all throughout the week. Because let me tell you all, the real genius is going on out there with all my, my buddies on Facebook. And this week, as usual, it seems as though there's a theme that always seems to emerge um, throughout all of the top stories of the week. And it really, some weeks it's more obvious to me than other weeks. This week it became really clear to me with the help of my friend Peggy in particular. And it really, what really kind of launched the theme was BB's speech. And really every of the, every one of the top stories really kind of led me this week to think about things that divide us as a nation and things that can unify us and things that we're already unified around and have unity around and things that that can unify us. And first of all, I want to say before I get into the particular topics, I want to say I think there's all kinds of people out there all unified around some heaters around the country because we got a cold spell going on around the nation, including in the in the South. And so I hope everybody is is warm sitting up someplace warm and toasty, maybe got a little, little cup of hot cocoa while they're sitting back listening to Dynamite After Dark. In the studio with me is my good friend, legal analyst, Alicia Dern. Hey, baby, welcome to back to the Andrea K Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good evening. Oh, glad to have you here with me in the studio. Um, one of the thing, in addition to a theme with the stories that are going on this week. Every one of them also has a really important legal application. And so Alicia's going to be here with me to help break that down. Sitting in behind the board is Jeff. He's going to be taking calls. Not going to have a huge amount of time for calls this week. Hopefully I have a little time for him. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. What divides us and what unites us? Um, you know, some of it's kind of obvious, you know, but I'm an American, and I know that pieces of me, you know, some of my parts, I've got like American Indian parts, and I got Scottish parts, and I got some other stuff. But it seems as though, like to Hillary Clinton, who's been like the top story that everybody's been talking about today, uh, you know, if you were to listen to Hillary, it seems as though all, all Americans seem to be interested in these days are lady parts which we know is absurd, to Eric Holder and Ferguson this week, it seems as though to him all the parts that matter are skin color particles, uh, to Muslims, including who I include, uh, uh, President Obama, and that all they seem to care about are you know, covering up women's parts and cutting off people's parts, you know, who they who they disagree. And so, you know, it's all about the parts right now. And America is being torn into parts. We're being torn into color parts and gender parts and different versions of sexuality parts and partisan parts as we're being torn apart, you know, along Democrat and Republican lines. We're being torn apart with like age and number of years parts and and religious parts. And that's really 
what is the through line of all these stories this week. But those are the ways that we're being divided and being actively torn asunder by both parties, in my opinion. But there's also ways for us to unite from BB speech, which people accused of being divisive, but in my opinion, was actually unifying. Uh, Holder's ditch effort, you know, to indict the nation's police forces for hate crimes was about division. Uh, The GOP, who took a unified citizenry, a citizenry that was unified behind stopping amnesty and Obama's overreach, and they tossed them aside to unify with the Dems for power, to the continued denial of the threat of militant Islam, ignoring the attacks and, and the rising oppression of Jews and Christians. That's how we're being divided. That's how some of the stories are dividing us. Who is dividing us? Both parties are, are dividing us. One party is actively dividing us, in my opinion, and that's the, the left, the Democrats. But the Republican Party, in my opinion, is passively dividing us because they are going along with the left as they tear us uh, across the parts and they tear us across all these different you know, identity group lines. And it's all about so that they can gain mental control over the different groups. And then as they separate us all into parts and all in these different groups, then they, the idea is they can identify a boogeyman, tell these different groups that the boogeyman is, is conservatives and Republicans, offer them, dangle them, you know, a little offering, and then hopefully they can cobble all these groups together in a unified um, power base. So that's really what the goal is about it. The tools is political. And I've talked about this so many times. I mean, the tools are really political correctness, our education system, and the media control over the message. We even find out now with this Hillary, we're going to talk more about Hillary today in depth and what's going on there. We're going to talk about Ferguson. We're going to talk about um, all the hot topics of the day. But with Hillary, about the media, as we get into that story, we now find out that the New York Times... Um, you know, was in order to prop her up. They did a Candy Crowley and basically, you know, uh, referenced a tweet that she hadn't even sent out yet. Uh, We've got the right who's actively, passively tearing us apart because they're not standing up for what's right and what most people can unify around. See, this is what most Americans can unify around. Alicia will appreciate this because she's an attorney and an officer of the court. Most Americans can unify around the law of the land, The, the, the people of the land and what we stand for. And that's the the U.S. Constitution. That's really what drives everything in this nation. And that's why Americans appreciate the rule of law and they appreciate the U.S. Constitution. That's why they sent the message to the Republican Party in November that they wanted to stop amnesty. That's what the American people can stand behind. And when Bibi went before you know Congress and he referenced our Judeo-Christian principles as a nation, that's also integral to the rule of law because and to our U.S. Constitution. And that's what people rally behind because under those principles comes the philosophy that Our rights are not given to us by man. Our rights are God-given. And even if you're not somebody who's a person of faith, you've got to appreciate that. Because if you're willing to let somebody like Chris Cuomo or anybody else tell you that your rights don't come from God, that they come from man, then what they're really telling you is that they want to have control over your life and they want to have the right to tell you what rights you can have and which which ones you can't. So that's what the American people can unify around. We unify around the law of the land. We unify around the founding principles of this country, what made this country great. We unify around its sovereignty. And that means that we don't want to give it away to every Tom, Dick and Harry that wants to get on a bus and come here. That's what the American people want to unify around. And the both parties want to tear us apart by using the law against us. We've got D.C. that's being run by attorneys and they're all using the law and the law of the land against us. And Alicia's like laughing over there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know that the, the you know that, you know, in the old days and I talked about this a little bit last week in the old days, people were farmers. They were business 
business owners. They went to D.C., did their thing, and they went back into their districts and worked. Uh, But now it's attorneys and lawyers trying to separate us and use the law against us when what we really need to unify is around our Judeo-Christian principles, our belief that our rights come from God, our belief that it's the individual and individual responsibility and our rights to succeed and to pursue success and therefore accepting our failures on our own. And by by unifying around that, we we need to also unify as a citizenry to take our country back to change its course of which our country has been given away to the wrong people and that includes a political and and, uh, religious ideology that wants to take us over from within change the course that we're we're on towards marxism and get our country back on track i think the american people can unify around that that's the message we wanted to send uh to congress in november and both parties have let us down with that and and later on the show we're going to be talking about some ideas and some strategies and start a discussion on how we can unify around these principles of the u.s constitution of the american founders of our national sovereignty uh you know telling other people with their religious and or political ideologies that want to change us from within and replace our constitution with their own brand of government that they are not welcome here we're going to we're going to deal with that a little bit later on the show um Again, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. Friend me on Facebook. I want to hear from you. We also have at the bottom half of the hour we got Miss Della, who's going to be uh, calling into the show. And um, Alicia, anything you want to add in terms of what I'm saying, in terms of what unify us? I think that that you know when it comes to the law, the law is what divides us and unifies well, us together. I do think that people. Respect the rule of law in general. That's my experience. And, and I have to say, not all lawyers are bad, but politicians are in large part lawyers. So it's like a new a, their own language and there's double talk and the American people don't necessarily understand what it is that they're saying they're doing. So they're going to tell you they're doing something. They're going to name and act something that sounds nice. And then they go off and they make a bunch of regulations and they have backroom deals and, and not none of the rest of us know what's What's going on? So, well, absolutely, because what they're really doing as lawyers, since they've taken over D.C., what they're really doing is they're using the law to to expand their power base, to create a division right. between D.C. There's a major division in our country that, that that they're in charge of, and that is the division between them, making them into the ruling class over us. And they're doing it by all these lawyers using the laws against us to to amass greater power against us. Their client, as an attorney, is themselves. <laughs> okay, right. and they're. They're looking for the judgment in their own court of law to be greater power and greater income as well and using everything that they can to amass greater power and wealth right. for themselves. The proliferation of the amount of laws that we have is for the purpose of centralizing power in, you know, the people who write the laws. Absolutely. And when we come back, we're going to talk about amassing power. We're going to talk about one of the people in this country who's amassed a ridiculous amount of power for herself. And she's been getting away with it for a long time until um, maybe this might be what's going to bring Hillary down with email gate. I, I don't guess, know about that. Well, but... <laughs> I, yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about, because we're going to talk about exactly what's going on with that. And then we're going to also talk about what can actually happen. I put it out there. My poll question of the day was what's really going to happen to Hillary? I've got a couple of legal questions for you, Miss Alicia, as to what's going to happen with that. Hey, don't change that dial. You're listening to the Andrea K Show right here on AM 1170. I was good. The answer. Want to start living better, longer? Levita Compounding Pharmacy can help. 
proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 yeah, patients, that. preparing it, it personalized medications time, with the highest care, time. quality, and <laughs> safety. Voted Union Tribune's uh-huh. best local uh, pharmacy, Levita specializes in bioidentical hormones, oh. prescription mm-hmm. skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at levitarx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434. Or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657-333. Kitchen and Bath. Spring flooring season continues at Lumber Liquidators. Get hardwood flooring like looks so, on I, sale. I, I like like must have a look of distressed like, hardwood. Don't pay $4.89 at other stores. <laughs> this week, save almost 40% on pre-finished like Savannah oak hardwood. Or get the <laughs> look of Brazilian cherry for less than half of what you'll pay at other stores. This week, Santo Andre laminate is just 99 cents. Plus, deals on 400 styles of hardwood, bamboo, and more from 49 cents. And get 18 months special financing. The look and style of hardwood is on sale now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today 877-749-3533. This is AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. Thank you, Jeff, for playing some good tunes from one of my favorite soundtracks. That's Pulp Fiction. Mm, son of a preacher, man. Anyway, great song. Hey, before the break, we were talking about things that unite us and things that divide us. And there's a whole lot of a lot of people in both parties. A lot of people got their own agenda working, things they're wanting to make happen for themselves. And, and so they've got their own reasons behind why they wanted to divide us. There's many things that we can rally behind and unify, you know, uh, as as a citizenry. It seems like everybody's kind of unified against Miss Hillary today based upon the blatant, cynical schemes that she's been involved in with her email account. This is a woman who back in, I think it was 2007, railed in in a hypocritical, blatant, you know, hypocritical rant against Bush for shredding the Constitution and hiding records. You know, that was transparency and the rule of law will be the hallmarks of my administration. President Obama said the Democrats, one of the ways that they that they won in 08 was all about an indictment of the Republican Party and Bush for supposedly his concealing records and hiding records and not being honest about how many times Halliburton came to the White House for some dopey visit. And now we find out that somebody who who has run for president before, while actually I think she was throwing her hat in the ring for president, she she obviously blatantly attempted without chagrin 
to conceal classified documents and conceal um, her comings and goings from the American people with her email account. And I don't, you know, that's one of the reasons why I've got Alicia here, because I'm not sure that a lot of people today, there's a lot of discussion about what can happen to Hillary criminally, uh, what will happen to her, what has to happen for her to be held to account. Uh, Alicia, what is she facing, you know, possibly in terms, let's say, there's many people who think that there's not a chance in, in heck that Hillary's going to face any kind of you know accountability for what she's done here. Mm-hmm. But in an ideal world, let's say she's treated like you and I, because right. we would already have we'd right. already be behind bars. What would she be facing criminally? Well, I mean, she, if she were treated like any other government employee, and she's Secretary of State, so she has the the highest clearance of any uh, any person in the government um, short of the president. And things come to her many times before they come to the president. So she's secretary of state and she's supposed to keep state secrets, you know, secured. Their emails are supposed to be kept on government servers where they're encrypted, where we have all of our engineers making sure that spies aren't hacking in and getting them. And we got North Korea hacking into Sony. Right. I mean, right. (laughs) So so she's got it. You know, she's got a server at her her own house. She just completely bypasses all of our security measures. This is willful. Um, You know, if a, a government employee accidentally or even purposefully takes a document out of uh, an approved, secured place, uses their personal email, that's a misdemeanor for every time that that happens. Isn't that what General Petraeus yes, pled that's what guilty he pled, for? that's what he pled for. Okay. Um, it's, a, I think, a year in jail or a $100,000 fine or both. I'm actually surprised that's just, that's just a misdemeanor because, yeah. to me, when you're in, in possession of classified documents, I think you should suffer more than just a speeding ticket. <laughs> You well, know what I mean? A misdemeanor is more than a speeding ticket, but okay. uh, a speeding ticket's an infraction. But, um, oh, okay. but that being aside, uh, it, it happens sometimes by accident, and I think that's probably why it's a misdemeanor because you know you have military personnel or people just walk out with things. Okay, well this but was no accident. Yeah, no, this, this was no accident. This woman set up but this, th- this in her home. There's a bigger problem here. So first of all, it's interesting that Hillary did that. You know, I wonder why she wanted to route all the email through her own server instead of through the government servers. You know, who who did she not trust? So that's that kind of. Oh, see, I hadn't thought about that, that it was a non-trust issue. See, to me, immediately I went to a place of, well, she knew she was going to run for president someday and she wanted to make sure she was completely covered and and therefore had complete control over all of her messaging so that she could do exactly what she's doing right now, which is sure enough, a scandal erupts with four dead Americans on her watch. And now she's got her people picking and choosing what, you know, what documents get sent to the government. It reminds me of her husband who commits perjury. Right. (laughs) She's concealing. uh, So normally, and again, normal American, you get subpoenaed, you have to comply with that subpoena or it's a contempt of court. Um, If you fail to do so willfully, it could be a criminal concealment. And that is a felony. So she has been subpoenaed to provide all of this information to the Congress and uh, and and to the Senate, and she's not done it. And now well, all of a sudden, she's saying, "Oh well, I told I told State to forward everything." Well, you're the one who's got the, all the documents, she's lady. She's responsible, and when you comply with the subpoena, you have to um, do so under penalty of perjury. So she's responsible. Look, she's a lawyer before she became a politician. You know. I know lawyers, politicians are, are all evil, right. but uh, you know she knows what the law is. 
uh, she knows what she was doing. She and she knows how to it. circumvent the law. She knows that right now, well, unless she, they get the hard drive, that they have no way of knowing right, what's what emails, on that, what's, what's on there. And so now we've so got it's, this. It's going to require, you know, the only way to piece that together would be to, other than getting her hard drive, would be to get all the information from everybody whom she's ever emailed. But how big of a secret could this have been? Because she's emailing people from some address that's not a .gov. It wasn't a secret. I mean, the White House, everybody who had, it, everybody involved in the government who ever had mm-hmm. any correspondence from her via email knew exactly what she was doing because right. it didn't say .gov at the exactly. end of the email address. And what's frustrating to me is, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Andrea K Show right here on AM 1170, The Answer. What's frustrating for me is that we've got this Trey Gowdy. We've put so much trust and, and faith and hope into the Republican Party, and, and in particular Trey Gowdy, because he gives he gives good barking dog, right? right. He right. just gives really good political theater, and he's wringing his hands today saying, but I'm subpoenaing her and that accent of his. tell and, me that they didn't all know this. And so here's where... My legal analysis is that she should be prosecuted for a felony for for criminal conspiracy or criminal um, concealment um, for not complying with a subpoena. I think that she should be prosecuted for that. And that and when you have a felony, you cannot run for office. Um, But, you know, uh, my political analysis of this is that people knew this was this was not a big secret. And this has come out and this has been timed purposefully by her and uh, and the Democrats who support her to be early enough in the news cycle that uh, it, this news cycle is going to run and it's not going to impact their primary run. See, so, I well, then, then there's the other side of the of the coin, the people who say, you know what, this is about Elizabeth Warren. This was maybe leaked by anti-Hillary people because they want there to be enough against Hillary because we now know that she was, you know, taking foreign money right. for the Clinton Foundation and that this may be the final thing that knocks Hillary out. And then they get the girl Elizabeth Warren in. Well, what if, I, and, if I were a political operative, I would wait until you're much closer to the primary before doing this. This is it's a common strategy in politics to, to get it all, to get, get all out. the bad news exactly. out early. T- Twelve to nine months before the primary, and it doesn't stick. Well, so. let me ask you this: another legal question. You know, we, like I was saying, Trey Gowdy's wringing his hands. Oh, you know, you know, I'm subpoenaing her, but I don't know that I'm going to get all the records. And I'm screaming at the TV, going, "Subpoena the dang hard drive!" Right. You can you can definitely do that. You we have uh, the ability to do electronic discovery. They can literally just take a forensic copy of the server. And then we have all kinds of engineers. But, that, in the but, government. Who, but to, to get that it. kind of subpoena, that's an FBI, though, right? Trey Gowdy can't do that. Doesn't who, do, I, this? I think the Senate can do it as well. I mean, okay. It's not anything special. It's a document, just like anything else. But you know, the the hard drive is is evidence in the same way. But you know, I, I think that the Senate won't really um, pursue it. And uh, in order to get her to be prosecuted, you either need to have uh, the Attorney General, who's obviously not going to do it. Right. Or you're going to need to have the Senate appoint a, a special prosecutor. Um, and yeah. so, you know, maybe somebody should dig out Ken Starr's phone number. Yeah. You know? I mean, we need a special prosecutor here because I don't have any faith. You know, we have Trey Gowdy who, you know, may, struck up a deal with the Democrats that he would only have one Benghazi hearing before the midterms. So, you know, I, you know, his his barking is just really getting really almost annoying now. I just don't well, have any any faith in him. It's political theater. I mean, a, it totally a lot of these is. things are. Yeah. Know. And then in the middle of all this, then, you know, speaking of division and, and, and attempts to divide us. And she comes out today and she says, you know, it's some rally some you know trying to get the deflection off of how corrupt she is don't you someday want to see a woman as president you right. know she's trying to rally people right. and i was so aggravated by that because it's like as <laughs> hey, a, not that woman <laughs> well yeah but <laughs> but you know to me 
you know, growing up in, in my generation and in our generation, mm-hmm. to me, it's it's almost meaningless at this point to me to have a woman, I, you know, because it's like I want I, I consider myself a real feminist because to me, a real feminist says I'm not interested in what part somebody has on their body or what they look mm-hmm. like. That's just appearances. I'm really about the best person for the job. Right. I want who is going to to be someone who's going to take us back to embracing the Constitution. Like I said before, the things that unite us as a nation, the rule of law, the U.S. Constitution, right. that we are constitutional republic where we don't have a greater increasing centralized government. Right. And we've got to and, and I think the American people and I'm hopeful that maybe they're ready to unite around that and are saying, you know what? We had this historic crap going on with Obama before we voted for somebody on appearances before and just skin color and ignored the fact he wasn't qualified. And I'm hoping that's going to be the case here. Right. I mean, her big flaw is that she doesn't care about the rule of law. She doesn't care about what her duties are and the protection of the American people. And she's willing to lie to us just like her husband was. And so, I mean, I guess like husband and wife and they're, the same kind of people. Okay, prediction, right? I know. I know you're an, twice. You know? Yeah, I know you're an attorney, and you're not a seer, and you're not like a palm reader. <laughs> you're not a palm reader. You're not a psychic. I have my, I have my crystal ball right yeah. there. <laughs> okay, I posted today poll question of the day: What's mm-hmm. going to happen to Hillary? Will she um, have any kind of repercussion from this? What, what's your prediction? I don't think so. I do not think that she's going to have any repercussion from this. This is going to run its new cycle, and then it's going to disappear, and only the hardcore right is going are going to recall it, just like Benghazi. I mean, that's that should have been a major scandal. And while we all want to talk about it, you know, as sort of what my my mother-in-law calls us, the chattering masses, where we're like, you know, really offended by. Well, yeah, four people died under this woman's watch. And then she goes to the family members and says, we're going to get that filmmaker who did it. No, and the whole time it was a terrorist attack. But it has no practical repercussion. She has not faced any responsibility or any real blowback from that. And I think in large part, it's because of the Republican Party. And that's one one of the reasons the Republican Party is looking at all these scandals and saying, hey, Trey Gowdy, where's the special prosecutor for for Benghazi, for the IRS scandal, uh, for Fast and Furious, which we haven't even gotten into. We're going to talk about Eric Holder a little bit later with Ferguson. Um, we got to take a break right now. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to shift gears from one um, tough broad to another one. Miss Della B is going to be with us. Hey, don't change that dial. You're listening to the Andrea K Show right here on AM 1170. Okay, is that better? I'm like more talking now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. AM 1170theanswer.com. Hear us anywhere in San Diego and I'd like to see a woman be president, but like just, it's not my foremost quality. Spring flooring season <laughs> you know, continues at Lumber Liquidators. Get hardwood fire. flooring looks and, on sale, you know, like the must-have look of distressed hardwood. <laughs> Don't pay $4.89 at other stores this week. Save almost 40% on pre-finished Savannah Oak Hardwood. Or get the look of Brazilian cherry for less than Maybe. half of what you I pay at other stores. I mean, I, this like week, Santa Andre laminate ball. is just 99 cents. Plus, deals on 400 styles of hardwood, bamboo, just, and more from 49 cents. And just, get 18 months special financing. The look and style of hardwood is on sale now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you. 
Jeff? Online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more. All at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. Look no further. We have the answer. AM 1170. The answer. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, I'm wishing you all well tonight. I hope things are going great out there for you. I'm having such a great time in the studio here with my girl, Alicia Dern, talking all things politics and things legal here. We'll see what happens with Hillary coming on down the road. You know, I'm with some people who say that, you know, things might be so bad with Hillary that the the Democrat Party might say, you know, Doug Kaiser said on Facebook, he says he thinks that Trey Gowdy is on her like more on a Big Mac. That may be true. I may be wrong about my man Gowdy. He may be on her so much that Hillary takes a deal and goes away and um, leaves us all alone. But then that may leave us uh, looking at Elizabeth Warren uh, as a, a Democrat front runner. So, but you know what? I think we can easily defeat her. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the Republican Party. Um, oh, speaking of a party, <laughs> y'all know what that music means. It's Miss Delaby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. How's it going, girl? Hey, I've been talking about your favorite lady politician, uh-huh, Miss Hillary. I have two words. Yeah, what? Vince Foster. <laughs> Rose Law Firm. Yeah, uh-huh. Missing Files. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead man in a park. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's more than two words, but anyway, yeah. you get the point. Yeah, we get the point. Um, hey. Speaking of dead... It yeah. looked like we might have had somebody die today in Hollywood. Well, somebody didn't, thankfully. Okay, what's up with that, Della? Came came close. The, well, the word from Ben Ford, dad is battered but okay. Screen legend Harrison Ford was involved in a plane crash today. He was wow. piloting a World War II vintage fighter trainer jet. Um, He left Santa Monica Airport and almost immediately um, radioed the tower and said he needed to return because he had lost power. Um, He hit the Penmar Golf Course on the way back to the airport. Witnesses. Where was this? Where was that? that? Where? What part of LA is that in? Do you know? 
Santa Monica. Santa Monica. I mean, okay. he just took off from Santa oh. Monica Airport okay. when he immediately lost power. And this wasn't the first time he'd been in this plane. He didn't own this plane, um, but he he had been out in it numerous times before. He was a very experienced pilot, having gotten his pilot's license back in the 80s. Um, so he's just beautiful day, takes off, and Im- immediately the engine sputters, He and he radios the tower and says, hey, uh, emergency, you got to come back. And um, there were many people out on the golf course and in houses that, that saw, heard the sputtering and saw, you know, this happen. He it immediately went into a nosedive, hit the tee box at the eighth hole. And uh, but uh, experts in the field of aviation say say that he handled um, his emergency landing as an expert. However, he was injured. It was earlier reported seriously. There were two doctors on the golf course, even though it wasn't Wednesday, who came to his <laughs> aid and um, with, uh, with a lot of other people. Uh, witnesses said a lot of blood. Of course, the head. He had a head injury, gashes to the head that that bleeds profusely. Um, somebody reported seeing a flat of skin missing, but he was transported um, conscious and breathing, and his son has now tweeted that battered but okay, and he's expected to make a full recovery. Um, of course, he's he's known as most famous part as Han Solo, the pilot of the Millennium Falcon, and uh, he will be... Uh, in Star Wars 4, The Force Awakens, when it really is released in December. This is, interestingly enough, not the first time that the 72-year-old um, pilot has crashed. He really? crashed. Right. He did a hard landing in Lincoln, Nebraska in the summer of 2000. And while training um, and testing a helicopter uh, in October of 1999, he did crash it. So... But wow. he flies a lot. Okay. And, um, All right. Well, I'm glad that nobody nobody thing. died there. So what else is happening? Nobody died. Oh, well, yeah. just when you think it's safe, mm-hmm. just when you think he's behind bars, we don't ever have to hear from him again. Oh, no. Uh, former NFL running back O.J. Simpson, who is serving a 9-33-year <laughs> no. sentence, for robbery, kidnapping, conspiracy, and an attempted robbery with a deadly weapon. Mm. He's he's in Lovelock Love Correctional Center in Nevada. He's now saying that he doesn't think he's going to be able to come out of the slammer alive. Why? Well, it, did did, you know, the, did, did the Nicole's killers end up in jail and now they're going to take him out too? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. The killers not. he was supposed to track down? And bring to justice. Right. Well, he was too busy trying to reconfiscate his items he had hidden from the Goldman family. You know, they have, I think, a $30 million civil judgment. uh, Yeah. Civil settlement against him for the civil trial that was held, and to my knowledge, he's never paid anything on that. But he had uh, well, many- they confis- they did confiscate some of his stuff to be sold at auction at one point, so they got some money right. out of him. But, but they can't touch his pension. 
They can't touch his pension, but what happened was he was trying to recover some of his items from a hotel in Las Vegas when he went in there with a bunch of goons and, and um, you know, held people and, and everything. But he's finally serving a sentence. What happened is he had double knee replacements right before he was incarcerated, which is where he belongs. And he's now ballooned up to 340 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's maybe why that's why he's gonna die in jail he's gonna have a heart attack he needs to Doesn't stay off yard the... time i know <laughs> i i thought that's people usually do <laughs> yeah i thought they would go and like work out and get all buff get some tats well, you know he's doing according to an inmate insider an inmate who's in the inside there in the pokey with with the juice yeah that he's He's porking it up on pork and beans, ice cream, and cookies. <laughs> pork and he has a, how appropriate extreme obesity and diabetes, and he he's he's complaining to everybody who will listen that that he can't get the medical care he needs in there, mm-hmm. and that he needs to get out so that he can get no. the best medical care he can afford, the best medical care in the world. Now I don't mm-hmm. know how he's doing that. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there are a lot of problems with prison, and and there are people who don't always get their medical care, but the last person that I would want to give that care to in line would be OJ. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but we had, um, I, I participated in, in something involving the prison system here in California. The prisoners here filed a class action lawsuit against the state because they said they weren't getting the best medical care that, the, that you know, that, that, that was due. And Governor Schwarzenegger at the time was like, okay, they the, the prisoners won. And Schwarzenegger, one of the good things he did was he said, okay, you guys won. You're so concerned about your health. Now I'm going to be and smoking in the prisons. <laughs> good move, Arnie. Hey, good move on you, Miss Della. We got to leave it there tonight, baby. Thanks Arnie. for calling in. He should have given them the physical Mwah. fitness stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Love you, Della. Love you. Mm-hmm. Did you Poor OJ. Did you, did you have to do that in school, the physical fitness test and everything? Oh, the president's yeah. physical fitness test. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Schwarzenegger was like a, a spokesperson for that at one point. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we're going to get to Mr. Brent in, in a minute. We got a caller holding on the line. Um, one of the things, you know, I was talking about earlier uh, in the show, I was talking about things that divide us and things that unite us. And there's a whole lot of policies and things um, that are uniting us as a nation that Americans can rally behind. One of which is uh, the U.S. Constitution, the law, which is the law of the land. One of the things critical to the law of the land is our immigration laws and our borders. And, you know, the American people said enough is enough. We've got the president, uh, you know, overreaching here with Obamacare and trying to force government, you know, um, socialized health care on us. We had the government. We had President Obama overreaching with amnesty. And the American people said, you know, no, we don't want this. We you know, enough is enough. So they ushered in the GOP in the midterm elections and um, with the promise that Obamacare would be repealed and that the Republicans would not fund. And a lot of the American people don't necessarily understand the machinations of what's going on in Washington and how to stop Obama. But the message was clear to the Republican Party. We want Obama stopped. We don't want Obamacare. We're miserable with it. We were told, oh, you got to pass it before you can find out what's in it. Now we find out what's in it. And it's, you know, everybody's costs are going up and, and doubling. And, you know, then we see, you know, the results of, of amnesty and open borders coming across our 
our borders with all these supposed unaccompanied minors, which were all these, you know, many of which were gangbangers and people sick with disease. And the American people said enough. Then what ends up happening on a day in which we had an incredibly moving speech with Bibi Netanyahu showing us what true leadership is. We got Boehner going behind the scenes, showing us what leadership is not and throwing the American people under the bus. And so many people now, people in the Republican Party, independents, people in the middle of the road, Democrats are saying, what do we do? We do not have a representative government. Do, is it time to go third third party? You know, we got the we got so many people within the within the Republican Party who call themselves libertarians, like Rand Paul, who speak to issues of freedom, who speak to issues of you know protecting our homeland here, but in a way that makes sense. Besides, you know, going and nation building everywhere. What are we going to do? Should we join with the libertarians within the party? Should we go third party? How do we tackle this? It's one of the reasons why I had Alicia Dern join me on the show and become, you know, a partner with me here because she knows the ins and outs of a third party run. And uh, on the line, I've got a caller who's uh, from the Libertarian Party in Nevada, uh, Brett, who's holding on the line very patiently. And I wanted to kick off a discussion about all these frustrations. Everybody's scratching their head about what to do. Um. Republicans are saying, hold on now, before we jump ship and go to third party, Ron Reagan said we needed a reconstituted Republican Party. But so many people that are in the Libertarian Party were once Republicans. I want to kick off a discussion about the realities of all of that. Brett, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. So I, I, I'm hoping you heard all of that, my whole little diatribe there, about what's leading into our discussion today. So many people are really disappointed and disgusted with what the Republican Party did and what Boehner did, not standing up and representing the American people, that they're seriously saying, what do we do? What do we sure, do when we don't have a party that represents us, represents the people? And it was not just Republicans who wanted that stopped. It was many people. Sure, I, I wanted I to give I wanted to give the Libertarian Party an opportunity to tell the American people who they are, what they're about. Plead your case. Sure, absolutely. I did hear what you were saying, and the short answer is yes, absolutely. Join the Libertarian Party. Alicia, how you doing? I haven't talked to you good. in a while. I hope you're doing well. Good, good. Nice to talk to you, Brett. Likewise. So much like yourself, I used to describe myself as a conservative constitutionalist. That's what I was. You know, I grew up, I was a Republican. I was chairman of the Young Republicans Club growing up in upstate New York. And I'll tell you what, about eight years ago, I got really, really disenfranchised with the party because mm-hmm. everything that I thought the Republican Party stood for, he kind of voted the other direction. You know, I'm, I'm, right. I'm a very big pro-business guy, pro-small business. I'm convinced that if we could you know, stimulate small business by getting government out of the way, uh, that would solve so many of our problems. It would put people back to work, which is our single biggest issue in this, in this well, at least in Nevada, mm-hmm. is unemployment. We've got to get people working. Uh, that means more money in the community, and it just solves a lot of problems. But it was tough. I mean, when I decided to leave the Republican Party, it felt like I was leaving like a family behind or a family member. And, and it was a tough decision. But since that time, I'm very glad I've done that. Uh, I know that there's a lot of uh, you know, libertarian parties across the, across the U.S. that are failing. Um, I think that's due to a leadership issue. I think that's due to, you know, the fact that a lot of us are part-time. There's very few full-time libertarians. Um, you know, in full disclosure, I'm actually chairman of the Libertarian Party of Nevada. Uh, I serve two terms on the Libertarian National Committee. I'm pretty committed to this. You know, I'm full-time at this. You know, our soundbite here in Nevada is when we were elected in November 2013, we had a voicemail box and a P.O. box. Uh, now we have a full-functioning office, lots of volunteers, very active in the community. We have seven pieces of legislation out there right now. 
And I think what we need is we need more people to just stand up and say, you know what, enough is enough. But how many? But, but how many people will that take? Because the realities of launching a strong third-party push, with when the rules make it really, really difficult, the rules that were were written by the Republicans and the Democrats, and Alicia, I'm sure you can speak really well to that, since you worked on a third-party presidential campaign, make it really difficult, and that's when you know to really mount. Um, a, a, a real challenge against, you know, and then against both other parties, the Republicans and the Democrats, to the point to where the Republicans get scared and say, oh, no, that's going to give us Hillary or Elizabeth Warren for sure, because all that's going to do is split the vote. Difficult, but not impossible. I mean, our founding fathers went against the strongest Navy, the strongest military in the world, and I think they did all right. So, yeah, it <laughs> is definitely a challenging uphill battle, but you know, right now, unfortunately, we're growing at the, at the pace. It's one person at a time. Um, and what we needed to do, and you'll actually probably get a kick out of this. When, we, when I was elected as chairman, I, I wanted to view the Libertarian Party as a tech startup. Let me explain that for a second. If we're building a company, we're going out and trying to get investors. We have to build value, right? That's the first thing we have to do, because you would never invest in my company unless you saw real value. So in our case, we, we took a big step back. We uh, reorganized the entire organization. We moved to a divisional structure. We got very, very organized. Uh, we started having really fun events and very, uh, very nice venues, high-end venues, uh, venues that you've heard about, like a uh, hide over at Bellagio or Del Toro right, right, over right. at Plazo. So then we had regular communications with our newsletter that was professionally designed, and, and we came out. We had the best political website in the state, according to uh, the Review Journal. So we've done a lot of good things to build that value. Well, that sounds now like, excuse me for interrupting. I don't have a huge, huge amount of time. I only have a couple more minutes. It sounds like you're doing really phenomenal, great things at the state level. But then people go, well, that's just one state and one office. What, you know, on a national level, does, does it, you know, how do, you know, how does that translate into a real third party challenge? So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pipe, pipe in here for a minute and say that, you know, you, you build a house one brick at a time. You have to do it everywhere. So Brett is building a great organization in Nevada. We have a great organization here in California, you know, and we, we build it nationally. If you want to be competitive at a national off, at national office, we all who are sick of our government throwing us under the bus, we all need to stand up and do something about it. Well, how about how? What about the idea of the libertarians coming back under the Republican Party wing? Absolutely not. Have, yeah, tell not me, well, let, let, well, y'all, let me get my question out, <laughs> and then basically saying to uh, do at a district level, identify who's really conservative and who isn't, and holding money back from anybody like Boehner, who, oh by the way, according to the Ohio State Constitution, he has exceeded his term limits. You're only supposed to have four two-year, you know, terms. Um, you know, what is he doing still in office? One. What about that, you know, plan of just everybody joining under one umbrella? Well, I think the state that has probably been most successful at trying to take back the Republican Party, so to speak, is Nevada. Um, there's a big, huge Ron Paul uh, group here. They did a very good job. They caucused. They showed up in Tampa. Uh, they, they voted and nominated Dr. Paul as an overwhelming majority. And what do the Republicans do in return? They spat in their face. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, yes. and they changed the rules. Well, but there's a lot of people that felt that he just really, um, I'm, I'm going to have to have to end it here, but there's a lot of people. Well, stay over. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to finish that up on the other side. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. San Diego's home for intelligent conservative talk. AM 1170. Yeah. 
The answer. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding okay, Pharmacy what's Jason can help. Want to talk about? Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, oh, preparing personalized easier. medications with the He's highest care, quality, that, and safety. Voted U.P. Oh, Tribune's okay. Best Local See, Pharmacy, La Vida specializes be. in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVidaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. What is Private L- mortgage insurance, L-O-D. or PMI, yeah, can cost you thousands. Right, the Quicken Loans yeah. PMI Advantage is our lender-paid mortgage insurance program. You see, we pay the PMI so you don't have to. PMI Advantage can give you more options, more flexibility, and may save you thousands when you refinance. To learn more, call us at 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN, or visit us at quickenloans.com. Important terms Jason and conditions Miller apply. Calls for cost information. Equal housing lender. License law 50 states. And home number 3030. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micro market at absolutely no cost to your business. Yeah, it might be good a fresh, healthy micro market is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, okay, yeah, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold pressed juices, and more. All at a convenient self checkout kiosk. He says, now you can offer your employees exactly what they want all natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh, healthy vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. AM 1170 The Answer at am1170theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. Hey, before the break, we were discussing all the, you know, a few various options about what we're going to do as citizens who are concerned that we're not being represented in Washington. We have uh, Brett on the line from the Libertarian Party in Nevada who says, hey, y'all, come on over to our side in Nevada. And we don't have a whole lot of time left. I know, Brett, that you guys have an event coming up in Nevada where people can go and learn more about the party and uh, tell everybody quickly how they can get information on that and what that event is. Is Brett still there? Brett, are you there? Well, I guess uh, Brett's supposedly on the line. Hey, Alicia, do you know what it is? It's called LP. Yeah, it's the the, L, the LP Expo. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, there he is. Now. Okay, there you are. Okay, what's the event? And quickly, uh, how people can get information on it. Sure, it's called LPEX, which is the Libertarian Political Expo. It is positioned as a nonpartisan event. Basically, it's the Libertarians' answer to the conservative CPAC. How can they get in? For when is it? And how can they get information on it? May 28th to the 31st, uh, and that's a Thursday through Sunday. It's lpex.org, lpex.org is the website where there's a tremendous amount of information. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brett. Appreciate you being on with us today. And I hope to have you on in future segments because this is just to kick off this this conversation and discussion. We're going to have you on in future dates to, to keep keep that ball rolling. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm happy to, to be here in the future. All right. Thanks so much. Hi, Brett. 
Okay, one of the th- reasons why people g- we're going to have to power through. It's going to be like mm-hmm. the lightning round, Alicia. <laughs> one of the Go. one of the stories that broke that upset people so much this week in terms of division is the fact that with the Republican Party failed to hold back the funding from amnesty. So basically, they funded Obama's amnesty plan, and now we right. find out exactly how expensive it's going to be to the right. tune of upwards of tw- trillion two point seven trillion dollars, actually, in terms of um, a combination of things. First of all, we now find out that they're going to be getting back uh, checks. Mm-hmm. that include back taxes for taxes that they didn't even pay right. with the earned income tax credit. We don't need to go into the minutia on that, but basically there's something called the earned income tax credit. And under the current IRS regs, um, you're entitled, if you haven't been collecting it, you're entitled to go back and get it for backwards up three years. So right. people who haven't even been paying taxes and aren't even legal citizens are going to get that. The left is saying, well, hey, wait a second, they're going to become working members of society. And so they're going to be paying future taxes and that will compensate for it. But wait a second, those are jobs that should have been going to Americans anyway. And so those taxes from those jobs would be coming in anyway. So the net loss to Americans from this amnesty, these 5 million people is looking up to $2.7 trillion. Right. You know, my husband's an immigrant and I have to tell you, I, I find it a little frustrating because we had to go through the entire legal process to have him work here legally. And it was expensive and it was, you know, difficult and we can't take state assistance or anything like that and we we pay our taxes but you know i'm i'm in favor of immigration i like i, I think that immigration is a great part of this country but what's really frustrating about this is that now it's on the taxpayers back just like uh, any kind of entitlement program and uh the, the obama has just circumvented our laws and has just done what he wants to do and that's, you know, I'm really concerned about the power grabs. And he just does these executive orders. and then Yeah, and the Republican you know. Party is now saying, well, we're going to write some legislation right. to stop this earned income tax credit. Well, oh, really, the same people who promised they, that you were going to stop Obamacare no. and stop amnesty? They, they never stop anything. It's just it's just mm-hmm. death by a thousand million cuts yeah. going on with these power grabs coming out of, out of Obama. Right. No, that's never going to happen. Okay, lightning round. Next topic. <laughs> okay, next topic is Ferguson. Ferguson, you know, we, yes. we, You know, we've got, speaking of division, you know, we've got Holder who promised to leave office. And, you know, um, is sticking around so he can do as much as he can to stick his finger into the eye of, of quite frankly, you know, white people in the, in this country. And in spite of all the evidence, they did everything they could to hold Wilson responsible, knowing that, that he wasn't responsible and didn't do anything wrong. So then they came out and decided to indict all white policemen everywhere. Right. I'm not at all surprised by this, by the way. And. Um, for the people who don't know, I'm also an attorney in St. Louis, so I have two offices, and um, I, I knew under Missouri law that um, the officer was not going to get indicted uh, by the grand jury. But uh, but it was theater, right? Because it, it was meant to divide well, us, right? And uh, it's obvious to me that since they didn't have the evidence to hold him criminally accountable um, or accountable for any civil rights violations, that they were going to go after the entire police department. Um, so, you know, they've they've made this leap of, well, more minorities, more black people are being arrested than white people. Ergo, it's racism. And, you know, you can't you can't really make that conclusion. Well, There's here's so the other facts. Yeah. In fact, look at the parents of of the, the young man who died, that Officer Wilson shot yeah. Brown. They're Mr. coming Brown, out yeah. now saying that the evidence that it was racist and related to racism was because Officer Wilson said to him, get out of the effing street. Well, you know what? He he might have said that to any 18-year-old punk walking down in the middle of the road. Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of racial problems in, in uh, St. Louis. There's about a, a, a pretty big divide. And uh, the problem is that there's there's a real crime problem there. And, 
you know, if that affects, that might affect minorities more often. I think it does. And but what, what we've year. got, what we've gone on here is a foregone conclusion that America is a racist nation. That's what this administration's been right. putting out there, and so they we, really wanted to, to be, try to prop that up. We shouldn't uh, be starting from that it, yeah. exactly, and that's that's the basis of which they started it. Tonight is just the start of more ongoing discussions on these and all topics. Let's keep the conversation rolling on Twitter at Andrew K Five, on Facebook at Andrew K, and tomorrow night right here from nine to ten on AM eleven seventy. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Have a great night, everybody. I've nothing to do. Last night I dressed in tails, pretended I was on the town. As long as I can dream, it's hard to slow the swinger down. So please don't give a thought to me, I'm really... The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.